Hey, what up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 906 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. We have a great question coming in from Gerald today, but before we get to that, I do want to thank today's sponsor, which is FreshBooks, one of my favorite companies because they help serve me and millions of other small businesses with helping us manage our business finances from uh, managing the income ex- and expenses, of course, but also um, forms that they will give you around tax season, which is really helpful. And finally, with invoicing. So if you do any invoicing of any kind, you bill anybody, you know, it takes some time to create those invoices. Well, with FreshBooks, you can do it in less than 30 seconds. They look very professional. And through the system, you'll be able to track who opens those invoices, who has paid you yet. And so you can get paid faster because on the receiving end of many FreshBook invoices as well, just Couple clicks, boom! I can pay whoever I need to pay, and it's done. So, if you want to check it out for thirty days for free, all you have to do is go to freshbooks.com/askpat and just make sure you enter "ask pat" in the "How did you hear about us?" section. Awesome. Now, here's today's question from Gerald. Hey, Pat. This is Gerald. I have a podcast, a current events podcast, and it's uh, kind of witty. It's called Two Peas on a Podcast." I'll give you the information if you want it. But my question is, I have a meager following. We get about 100 downloads a week. Um, I would say about 20 to 30 of those are people that know us. The rest are just random folks in the public. Um, We do get some feedback on Twitter, but not nearly enough. And I've recently created a closed group on Facebook for fans to join. And I've only got about 15 people to join it. Uh, And even when I ask those 15 people for feedback, whether it's a question about something that we have coming up or a poll that I'm uh, asking for votes on. I just get very little to no feedback. Um, and this is from the folks that I know are listening on somewhat of a regular basis. So are there any like tips or tricks that you could recommend to me to get feedback? Because I got to be honest, it's kind of like pulling teeth. We love doing the show. It's just a hobby and we're having fun with it. But obviously knowing that people are listening through fan interaction is uh, one of the greatest things that we receive as podcasters, which I'm sure you, you as yourself, as I'm leaving you feedback right now, <laughs> probably really appreciate. So anyway, sorry for the long-windedness, but anything you can offer would be greatly appreciated. Thanks, Pat, and thanks for everything you do. Hey, Gerald, what's up? Thank you so much for the question today. Um, there's many different ways to collect feedback, and it seems like you're doing some of that already. And feedback is obviously very important, um, not only for getting encouragement from your audience too, but also to help you understand you know, what to do next or where you can improve and all those kinds of things. I love getting feedback. One of my favorite ways to go about it is actually randomly select people on my email list and try to get on a Skype call with them. I do this t- to typically with 10 people a month, and those conversations are golden. And what's really cool about that method, Gerald, is if you only talk to one person, you can still get a ton of information from them uh, and and a ton of insight. And just oftentimes after those calls, I'm on a high because I'm like, I just spoke to somebody who follows my brand and who listens to the show. And now I have this like amazing information, but now I can put uh, a voice to somebody who's in my audience and like think about them in the future when I publish something. It's so awesome. Um, But of course, in order to do that, you have to get people's contact information and I hope that you're collecting email addresses at this point, if anything, to allow people to get easy access to your shows and your archives and your show notes or all, all those kinds of things. Um, if not, then it's going to be a little bit more difficult. Uh, utilizing social media is great as well. I love that you're using Twitter. You also have a Facebook group already, which is fantastic. But it could be like pulling teeth, like you said. Now, you can reach out individually 
through direct messages on Facebook, for example, to just inquire and see if you can get any direct feedback from people. Because sometimes the one-to-one interaction, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a little bit more priority than the one-to-many. Um, and when people know that you've taken the time to reach out to them and thank them, but also are just asking for something in return, it makes them feel special, right? And it also makes them feel bad if they don't answer back. So that's what I would recommend doing, Gerald. Even with the 15 people that you have on Facebook right now, um, just try to start having a conversation with them individually via direct message. And that way it's kind of not threatening and it's just like, yes, it is kind of weird to have a person say, hey, can I get on the phone with you who you don't even know? But if there's a little bit of a relationship there already, and of course they know who you are, they're following you and your um, co-host on your show, it was a Facebook group, then it's more likely that they could do that. But that's the ultimate goal. But I think just initially reaching out in, in a direct manner, and you can do that obviously on Twitter as well, that, that would be a great way to go about it. Now, once you start to build a bigger audience and it becomes a little bit more common, I will say the percentage of people in my audience who leave feedback when asked is obviously very small, so I wouldn't get discouraged by that. Um, people who leave reviews, people who leave feedback, people who, who answer surveys, they're often a very small percentage of the overall audience. So if you're just starting out, if you have a little bit of a kind of just a side hobby show and not too much people uh, down uh, listening, although you know 100 people is quite a bit when you think about it um, per episode, I think you said, uh, the number is going to be really small to start. So don't get discouraged. Just keep going, especially when it's a hobby. Just make sure you remember why you're doing it in the first place and that, that it's just something that is for fun and, and keep it fun, right? And so that's what I would encourage you to do. Gerald, thank you so much for your question. I appreciate you, and I want to send you an Ask Pat t-shirt for having your question featured here on the show. And again, your show is Two Peas on a Pod, like a podcast. That's cool. I like that. Um, And for those of you listening, if you have a question that you'd like featured here on the show as well, just head on over to askpat.com, and you can ask right there on that page. Thank you so much again, and here's a quote to finish off the day by Anna Quindlin. If your success is not on your own terms, if it looks good to the world but does not feel good in your heart, It is not success at all. Keep going with your heart, guys. Take care, and I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Bye for now.